Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. Welcome. Today, we're going to talk about body acceptance myths. (laughs) I'm saying it like that because I think this is such an important conversation for us to be having with each other, with ourselves, with other people in our lives. And the reason is because, and this is kind of encoded in the language of myth already, but is worth maybe parsing out for a moment. The way that these things function is by staying hidden from us. What I mean by that is these ideas are so pervasive that we often don't even recognize them as ideas that could be questioned. We just feel like these are the truth. That's the end of it. Of course, this is how it is. But when we can pull back a little bit and really investigate these ideas, then we see oh, there might be a little more at work here. So I want to focus on two main myths today because I think that they can function as an umbrella for others. So let's get into these two because honestly, (laughs) you know that there are so many, but we're going to do these two and then we'll see where the conversation goes from there. So here's the first one. Body acceptance means giving up on your body. Have you heard this? Have you thought this? I know that I have both heard and thought this many, many times. And the thing about it is that it comes to us in a million different forms. So sometimes you might hear or read or whatever somebody say this explicitly but it also comes to us implicitly in so many different ways. So it comes to us implicitly in every, you know, usually fear-mongering message about what's going to happen if you, for example, stop dieting. There's such a myth, you know, this is our focus, (laughs) such a myth that if you become accepting of your body, that that means you give up on your body. The thing about it is what that implies is that the only way to relate to your body is through an unaccepting version. So the only way that you do not give up on your body is to not accept it. Does that seem right? (laughs) No, I hope it doesn't. Or at least while we're talking about it, it will make a little bit more sense. So, of course, when we can pull back the curtain on this idea a little bit and start to think about it, it starts to make sense that there's not a one-to-one correlation here as this myth tries to make us think. So, of course, body acceptance does not mean that you give up, quote-unquote, I even hate the idea that that's a phrase, give up on your body. Usually, give up on your body is code for 
you stop trying to force yourself to look like the societal standard of what a body quote unquote should look like. You know me in my air quotes. I'm going to be throwing out a lot of those <laughs> in this episode. Maybe I should make a video version for when I want to have a lot of air quotes. <laughs> so I don't have to um, explain it. You can see my face uh, with my air quotes going. Anyway, getting back to the topic. <laughs> what I have experienced personally, and I've heard this from many people, is that Body acceptance is, if not the complete opposite, then almost the complete opposite of giving up on your body. And here's why. When you are becoming more accepting of your body, that requires you really to be in an ongoing conversation with your body. So I'm checking in with myself, you know, throughout the day many times. What's going on with my body right now? What do I need? trying to pay attention when hunger cues or thirst cues come up or when my body has a desire to move or when I'm feeling like some emotions are stuck. It is this very reciprocal relationship that continues throughout the day. And I'm guessing, at least I've experienced so far um, throughout the week, month, years, I'm thinking the rest of my life. So truly nothing could be further from the truth than the idea that body acceptance means giving up on your body. One of the ways that we can look at these myths is to think about who benefits from this myth. Because clearly we're not benefiting from it. (laughs) If you are thinking to yourself that body acceptance means giving up on your body, that is truly benefiting various industries that make a lot of money off of us thinking that. So if we start to, you know, many of us are collectively realize that we don't need the beauty, aging, diet, etc. industries anymore, then those industries have a lot to lose. So really thinking about who benefits from this can be a very helpful way to look a little bit deeper into these ideas. So if you have any body acceptance myths um, beyond the ones that I talk about today, these kind of umbrella ones, then you might ask yourself that question. Because being in a deeper relationship with yourself, which is what I think body acceptance is, is something that is going to support you in various ways and is definitely not about letting yourself go um, another way that people say giving up on your body that I absolutely hate <laughs> okay so the second myth I want to talk about is that body acceptance is only for certain people specifically only for curvy people no give me a break One of the ways that we can look at this one is to ask ourselves a question, have you ever met a thin person who is not body accepting? Of course you have. (laughs) And if you haven't met that person yourself, then I'm sure you've seen non-body accepting thin people on television, in movies. You've heard about them from your friends. They are your friends. So this one is just so hilarious because it's when we put the shoe on the other foot and say, is this something that happens for thin people? 
then it just becomes so obvious what a myth it is. This is a great kind of um, flip to do for health-related things as well. Um, So sometimes for me, for example, if I go to the doctor and I, okay, let me just tell you this story. I might have already, but I'll try to tell it briefly. (laughs) So I um, greatly sprained my ankles, so I thought, years ago. Went to the doctor. They didn't see anything on the x-ray. They said, you know, wear this little brace. You know, you'll be fine. Come back if it's worse. Well, I let, you know, a month or so go by. I'm thinking, oh, it's going to keep getting better. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get better. It never got better. It got worse. So I went back to the doctor. And the first thing the doctor did was give me, I would say, no less than 20 minutes which you know is already like a really long time for a doctor's appointment, but apparently she made an exception. A 20 minute lecture slash, here's some air quotes, quote unquote motivational speech about how if I would just lose weight, that my ankle wouldn't hurt anymore. And she told me a long story about how her husband had just lost all this weight, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm sure you've heard stories like that so many times. So at the end of the appointment, she said, well, if you want to go see an orthopedic doctor, then you can. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> so I went to the doctor and lo and behold, my ankle had been broken the entire time. I had been walking around on a broken ankle for four weeks, six weeks. And by that point, that doctor was like, it's too late for you to cast it because you didn't come in soon enough. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So that ankle still bothers me to this day. And the reason that I'm telling you this story is because do you think that would happen to a thin person in the doctor that they would say, oh, your ankle still hurts six weeks later? I bet it's because of your weight. Of course not. (laughs) They would say, we must not have caught something. Let's, Let's look a little bit deeper. So taking this flip can be really helpful, and it definitely is highly relevant to body acceptance because people of all shapes and sizes are disconnected or not accepting of their body for many of the reasons that we have already talked about, of course, over the course of this podcast, but even in this one particular episode. Again, who benefits from the idea that body acceptance is only for bigger body people? that's right, the same people as before. (laughs) So if a lot of people don't think that they should be working on body acceptance or developing or cultivating a more resilient and positive relationship with their body, and instead they should continue this adversarial relationship with their body, then they are going to continue to invest their time, money, energy, etc. into diets, whatever, fill in the blank with a hundred other things that I already know you know. So those are the two main myths that I wanted to talk about today. I am going to be talking about a third one, which is a biggie, in the stretch this week. So if you are not already signed up for our weekly emails, that'll be coming to you on Sunday if you're listening to this in relative real time. I will include a link to that so you can check it out. One of the things that I think is helpful when you're starting to see these myths or see them in a new way is that it can be good to just do a quick reset. 
to do a little reboot of how you're thinking about it, to notice how you're feeling in your body, to just come back to your body. So the guided meditation that I've got for you today is a reset button. So you could use it in relation to this, of course, but also just any time you need a little reboot. So find it in your feed if you are subscribed to this podcast, which I recommend, (laughs) or in the show notes on my website for this podcast. All right, let's close with a breath together. We'll inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to Love Curvy Yoga. You can find more information about this podcast and all things Curvy Yoga at curvyyoga.com. If you love the show, please share it or even review it in iTunes. Both help us get the word out that yoga is a way to come home to your body and yourself exactly as you are today. Have a great day and curve on.